You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Moved by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Emma Gillespie. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Friday the 2nd of December. Convicted murderer Chris Dawson has been sentenced to at least 18 years in prison, four decades on from the disappearance of his wife Lynette. New South Wales Supreme Court Justice Ian Harrison delivered a maximum sentence of 24 years for the former teacher, noting the 74-year-old would likely die behind bars after being found guilty of Lynette's murder in August. Her body has never been found. Mr Dawson is not old by contemporary standards, the judge said, but the reality is that he will not live to reach the end of his non-parole period, adding that nevertheless they were required to impose a sentence that satisfies the community's expectations of punishment, retribution and denunciation. Chris Dawson was taken away to Silverwater Prison and will be 92 before he can apply for release. Outside court, Lynette's brother Greg Sims spoke of the impact this final chapter had on the family. Today marks the end of a very painful, long and challenging journey, he said. At last we have justice for Lynn and that was our main aim. The case against Bruce Lemon, the man accused of raping former Liberal Party staffer Brittany Higgins at Parliament House, will be abandoned. Prosecutors no longer pursuing sexual assault charges due to concern for the complainant's well-being. ACT Director of Public Prosecutions Shane Drumgold announced he'd no longer proceed with the case due to evidence around what the effects of another trial would have on Ms Higgins' mental health. A close friend of Ms Higgins confirmed in a statement that she had been admitted to hospital after an unrelenting few years since going public with the allegations. Bruce Lehrman was charged with sexual intercourse without consent and was on bail awaiting a retrial after juror misconduct was uncovered in the first trial. Eight years after he allegedly joined the Islamic State terror group, accused jihadist Neil Prakash has faced an Australian court after being deported from Turkey. The Melbourne-born man, once considered the country's most wanted terrorist, appeared in a Darwin court via video link on six terrorism charges after he allegedly joined and supported the Islamic State in 2014. He's also accused of travelling to Syria and undertaking hostile acts. If found guilty, the 31-year-old is facing life behind bars. Mr Prakash has declined legal representation and remained silent when a judge asked him to confirm his identity in court. 
Federal Parliament has wrapped up for the year after passing Labor's contentious workplace reforms. Labor says workers are on track for better pay thanks to multi-employer bargaining provisions, but the opposition claims they'll lead to more strike actions. Politicians are heading home for the festive season and will return to Canberra in February 2023. And recent Omicron sub-variants are being blamed for the ongoing spike in COVID cases around the country, with a 20% jump in weekly case numbers for New South Wales and Victoria. Some 38,000 people in New South Wales were diagnosed with the virus this week, up 6,000 from last week, while Victoria's weekly total of almost 27,000 was 5,000 up on last week. The new sub-variants are said to be more immune-evasive. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on what the British have stolen from the colonies and why they haven't given it all back yet. Listen to the quickie wherever you get your podcasts.